folks, uh, my name is Phil Parr, and uh, this is Blind Handyman Show number five, just for identification purposes. And here we are. It wore me out walking around here to do that. We have <laughs> <laughs> the usual suspects. Huh? Yes, yes. The usual suspects are here, and that would be... We are front and center today. Don Shaw. And, and, of course, Tom Houston. And Tom Houston. It is a little... I still hear a light distortion, don't you? Yes, just a bit. I think we're probably clipping a little bit too much on the the finalizer, but uh, what the heck? I ain't changing nothing. I ain't changing nothing. It's the first time ever I ever clipped on a finalizer. Well, those finalizers are clipped. They're pretty... They're pretty, uh, we'll discuss that on technical tips sometime. Anyway, are we on? We're rolling. Yeah, we're rolling. It's the Blind Handyman Show, number five, and here we are today. He's going to talk about, uh, Don's going to, Don's going to, has the big subject today, since he's the only one that's ever done this. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Don is the handyman of all handymen. Tell we, us, shall we? We will talk about an email that we got today that wants to talk about, uh, toilet tanks. And uh, just uh, replacing the whole works from scratch, from the word go, from start. So that's words, what we'll talk about. In other words, not later. the not the flush cock, not the the whole uh, works, not the, whole the inside ball, of the tank, the whole inside. See, I've never done this. This the is whole inside. This is one that uh, you got me on, and I'm going to talk about. I don't. I don't. I, I wonder how long it'll be. I think we're already here. I can't remember if I've talked about this or not. I'm going to talk about unstopping things like uh, kitchen sink drains and. Uh, 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 laboratories, wash, I call them wash patients in the in the bathroom or anything that's stopped up, not a commode. Now this does this stuff won't apply to a commode, but it will apply to or a toilet, but it will apply to a wash basin and a sink. We'll talk about that. And Good subject, Mr. Tom. What are you going to talk about? I've got uh, an interesting article here from Dialogue Magazine yeah, that we're going to touch on in a little bit. All right, let me tell this uh, wonderful Phil Parster and everybody to hear one. So let me tell you one: <laughs> the, right. the pool cleaner. Pool cleaner has a little thing. The pool cleaner that I have is a—it's actually—it's an extension of the pool pump. In other words, it takes a feed of water off the pool pump. It repumps that water or pumps it harder and pumps it into this pool cleaner. And the it the pool cleaner is moved by the water pressure. The water pressure makes the pool cleaner jump. Like it's like if you are, are out in the yard and you let go of the end of the hose, it'll go nuts. Uh huh. You know, because the water's a little bit restricted and it yep. uh, jumps around a whole lot. And so it uh, and this pool cleaner works on the same principle. It'll pump water for a while and then it'll stop pumping water and it'll pump for a while and this it'll pump and this valve releases and anyway. On top of it is where the hose comes out, right on the top of the pump, and it's the kind of fitting that you fit the hose down over the fitting, and it flares the hose a little bit. Do you know what I'm okay. talking about? You've seen those, right? Yeah, In other words, it's, it's a soft rubber hose, and it flares the hose a little bit, and then you have a nut that you pull up that screws <clears throat> actually makes threads in the rubber of the hose. You with me? Uh-huh. Okay. Well... Uh, I, it was leaking, and it's been leaking more and more. So yesterday was a kind of cool rain. I thought I'll fix it, so I went there, turned everything off, and fixed it. Pushed it. I didn't. I didn't sit down. I just stood up and fixed it. And it's way down. You have to bend over to get it. So I, I cut the hose off with my knife. Kaboom! It never dawned on me till I got back in the house. You got a PCV pipe cutter, you idiot. Why didn't you get that? You could have made a nice smooth uh, cut. Nice well, smooth straight cut. Yeah, I cut it off with a pocket knife like uh-huh. a fool. Tools that I had at hand. I I took my handkerchief. I tightened this thing back up. I turned it on. Bingo, no leaks. And I thought, oh, I am a hero. Good. My wife will love me. She, I guess not. But anyway, I, she won't love me that much. Anyway, she uh, we uh, so I put it back. All I went out there today to turn turn the pool cleaner. It was leaking just a little bit, and I thought I'll fix this. I just kind of moved those. And of course, you know what happened. It, 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 you know what I mean? Geyser, huh? Oh, a small geyser. geyser. It was, I was wet from here to there. I still am. My left foot, I didn't change, but I'm, you know, sloshing. Yeah, it just went off like it erupted. And I said, well, darn, I wish it had hadn't happened, doggone it. And so I uh, turned it off and refitted it. I'm going to have to sit down out there and spend time working that hose yep. down down over that little round thing and then turn tighten the washer up. Those kind of fittings work if you work them. Well, so. it, it, it could be worse, though. Just think it could have been something inside the house. So. But it could have been something it, inside the house. It could have popped off while I wasn't around there, and it pumped all the water out of the there's pool. There's always a bright side to things. It, it would have pumped all the water out of the pool had that happened. Yep. 
So, so that's the Phil Parr tragedy story of the day. But uh, but I, I, I fixed it. It's not leaking now. Oh, wonderful! I put it all back together. The pool cleaner is running, and it is not leaking now. So I, well, I think it did. Maybe during the break, I'll go check. Not <laughs> leaking for this moment. Yeah, not <laughs> leaking for this moment. Shall we read some? We got uh, five emails this week, uh-huh. and nobody, man, is any happier. We, I mean, this is. We don't, we don't, they don't pay us for doing this show. We're doing this as a labor of love and because we like to hear ourselves talk and because we have a studio and we're going to get together once a week anyway, so we figured what the heck. But if somebody emailing us makes us all very happy. So email us, please. Tommy, would you like to give our shots? I, I certainly would. It's blindhandyman at hotmail.com. That's blindhandyman at hotmail.com. And seriously, we love emails. So email, yep. email, email. And it would be nice to have somebody say, I'd like to be a guest on your show, or I have a question for you, and I'd like to ask this question, but I'd be willing to do it on the telephone if you call me and give us a phone number. We'd that, call you. That would be. Yep. We like to talk to people live. We really do. Yep. Well, that was kind of the whole thing. We thought we'd get some, some emails <laughs> of people that would want to be on the air and like to talk as much. For instance, how about Dave out in California? I think it's Vasalia, California. I need to talk to him anyway. He's, okay. He's... Uh, he and I are going on a cruise together. He doesn't know that yet, but uh, we are. <laughs> and I need to talk to him anyway. So if he emailed us then I'd, and gave me his phone number, I'd call him, and we'd ask him some handyman. Or we'd just talk to him next week. He's a, he's a talker, I can tell you that. I've met him. I mean, there are many, but I've heard him on ACB Radio. Anyway, you want to read an email? Okay, here's the first one, Phil. It says, gentlemen, uh, how can you fix a toilet tank which doesn't stop filling, a toilet tank which drips, and a toilet tank which doesn't seem to fill with enough water? Please give step-by-step instructions. Don't assume that I know anything about this job except that it should be done in the summer when the water is not so cold. Thank you, <laughs> Kathy Wheeler. <laughs> yeah. And I believe it was Don Shaw that talked about the toilet tanks. And we're going to discuss that, uh, as we said, on the, on the last half here today. And we're going to go over that step-by-step from square one. So. So you're going to tell us exactly? We're going to, we're, exactly we're going to really cover to that subject. Okay. Or uncover it, as the case may be. You got some notes? So. Are you just going to wing it or what? Uh, we're just going to wing it alone. You've, you've done it before. Yep. A number of times. <laughs> so we mm-hmm. will see what we will see. All right, Kathy, has selected, Kathy, has, Kathy has selected one of our subjects for this afternoon. Okay, what okay. else? Email. All right, hi, guys. One thing that might unfreeze that wrench is to soak it in, in Coke. No guarantees, of course, but I've heard it does strange things. By the way, don't limit your show to men. We women listen too. Mickey. All right. Uh, Thank you, Mickey. Now we just do we decide Mickey was a girl since she said made that statement. I think so. We we we're talking about the blind handyman kind. It's not handy men. It's not blind handy men. They're like men are the only ones who can. It's blind handy mankind. But we thought that would be a little awkward, so we just called it the, the blind. And we don't mean to exclude women. We know that women do all kinds of things. My, uh, That's right. um, my, uh, I've had wives that did handyman things. My, this one, the lady I'm married to now, doesn't because she's got me. Uh, she doesn't well. need to. She, and besides that, what would she bitch about if I, you know? <laughs> Only kidding. I love my wife. I love today is our anniversary. We've been married eleven years, and our marriage is a wonderful marriage. And I love my wife very dearly. Eleven years. Who'd have thought it? Ah, boy, that is a long time. Well, it is. You both of you've been married longer than that, though. Yeah, that's true. This is uh, this is my wife of eleven years. Her name is Luann, and I love her very dearly. And if you're listening, babe, I still love you and always will. Anyway, what else? Okay. Here's a guy, uh, Angelo sent us this one. I discovered your show just last week, and I was thrilled. I do many of my own uh, repairs, and most of the time they come out well, but there are these times. Uh, I love the ideas about <laughs> yeah. the key on the string. Uh, can you recommend an audible level? I do that shirt pocket thing all of the time, and like you, it falls out every time. Yeah. Thanks for a terrific show. Yeah. Well, we can certainly recommend an audible level. I have an audible level. You don't have one, do you, Sean? I don't have one. Do you need one? Can you see it well enough to see the bubble in a level? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. So you don't need one. Okay. But it would be, uh, yeah, it'd be handy at times to have one. But. It would be, wouldn't it? Uh, I have an audible level, and I guess I could go get it in a minute. It, uh, what it does... Yeah, I would do an on-the-air demonstration. You think we ought to do that? Sure. Why I'll, I'll go get it on break. Okay. What it does is this. When you, uh, when you like, okay, you're leveling something. When it's down on one side, it beeps one noise. When it's down on the other side, it beeps another noise. When it is exactly level, it makes no noise. 
And uh, I don't know the people I bought it from, but uh, we'll try to find all that out. We'll research that. We'll do a little research on that and try to figure out where it was purchased and how how I got it. But I do have an audible level. and, And this guy that I bought it from, I remember, said that they make this one is probably a foot long he said that they make a three foot one and he's going to look and he's supposed to let me know if if he ever gets any of these because it'd be nice to have a big long one and a and a short one but the, and it was it was pretty expensive but it it I, I don't think it's made for blind people it comes in the neatest little carrying case it goes on your belt i mean it's just really a little leather carrying case it was 50 60 bucks well you know mm-hmm. a uh a, a two by four finder Used to hang pictures and things that you rub along the sheetrock, you know, and find the stud behind the sheetrock. A stud finder, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, they make that for sighted folks that uh, it has a flashing light, uh, but also it has an audible beep to it. And, you know, same thing with the level. You know, it, it'd be easy just to build in a uh, an audible beep in all levels. Some so noise. It wouldn't be any big deal. Well, the only thing is it would, have to, make, it would have to make a noise for each way. I mean, it would it have would, to be one for this way and one for left and... So you'd have to be it'd have to be two audible be this yeah you know you know so they but yeah it would be easy to it's like my recorder here why didn't they put something that makes a noise every time I push a button so I know quite well I pushed a button mm-hmm. blind friendly <laughs> items blind friendly boy. items we need to make them all blind friendly we're not advocates we're just just handy people, handy men. <laughs> All right. Okay, moving right along here. Moving right along. Hi there, guys. Great show. I heard the fourth show on faucets and AC tune-ups. Uh, great idea. I'm 40 years old and totally blind. I've been fixing things with my dad for most of those years. Uh, now I do some woodworking. Also, the tune-ups on my cars and lawnmowers. I really find it hard to believe when another blind friend says I can't hang a picture a picture, or change a spark plug. Never mind fire up the chainsaw and cut my own firewood. That's so, right. again, great show. Thanks, Jim Samanich. And thank you, Jim. Good email. Well, good email, but, uh, Jim, uh, uh, don't write us anymore because uh, now I'm going to have to turn the chainsaw and go cut some firewood. I've never done that. Chainsaws <laughs> scare me to death because they're so noisy. You know, no, no, I'm just kidding, Jim. Write us anytime. We appreciate right. your email. But now I'm going to have to do it this winter. That would be a good. We ought to see if we can do this, uh, do a live remote or something of you cutting a log with a chainsaw. would be great to do one, uh, one cool fall day. Let's see. I've got some Xanax and some Valium and a <laughs> uh, jug of wine. I don't know if, but you know what I thought about immediately when I read that email. Remember the afternoon it was a cold what what did you oh, get to explain with the microphone? <laughs> I meant to take mine down. I thought Patterson was running the board. It's a, it was a cold kind of a rainy afternoon, and you and I were I don't know what we were doing sitting out by the fire. You know what I'm going to tell? Yeah, I know. We were sitting out by the fire pit, and my brother-in-law John Tatum, whom I love very dearly, brought this wood splitter by. I had rented a wood splitter for the weekend. We yep. had we had we were building this building, and we had cut down several oak trees, and there was a lot of wood that needed splitting. And, and so he we just rented a wood splitter for the weekend. We were going to split all the wood and stack it all up and divide it between three or four families. Anyway, the wood splitter got here, and he flew with it. And man, he said, i got to go back to work, but as soon as I get home at 5, I'll show you all how to work it. He wasn't out of the driveway until me and Shaw were splitting the log with it. We fired it up. <laughs> he, yeah. He, wasn't, he, wasn't, he hadn't got his car cranked good until we were splitting wood with the wood splitter. We had to do it. Oh, just we did. We, just, we said, I remember, you know, how do you start it? I think right here. And away, okay. And, away, and so we just put the wedge up there and cranked that. And we were splitting wood. We had a cord split the time he got on. We had to do it. Yeah, he was, but he was going to show us poor blind guys. When he got home, he was going to show us how to operate the wood splitter. Yep. yep. But a chainsaw, I don't know. No, sir. I, I stay away from those chainsaws. Well, and I, I can see. My uh, wife got one for uh, her, her mother back in 91 when we moved in this house. Gave her one as a housewarming present. That's what she wanted. So she gave her a little small chainsaw, and then John bought a big one. So I've got a couple, three around here. Chainsaws. We'll fire one up one day this fall. Man, I'm about that. Fall afternoon. They scare me. But, you know, something we need to talk about this fall is like wood splitting and wood cutting and fireplace cleaning and all that that good stuff. That's good handyman stuff. Wood splitting. I mean, wood splitting with an axe and a, not an axe, but a. A wedge, a, wedge and a, and a wedge and a sledgehammer, man, yeah, yeah. is something a blind guy can do. Oh, for sure. Okay, what else? we get another email? Uh, yeah, one we more. have another one here. It says, hi, I just discovered you guys about two weeks ago. There was going to be something on main menu that I wanted to hear. So because of that, 
I got up the nerve to download the ACB radio tuner and try it out. <laughs> Your show was the first thing that I heard. The first thing I thought was, why didn't I do this a long time ago? I That's really right. enjoyed your show. Yeah. You seem to have a good time and impart some wisdom in the process. Oh. I don't know about that, but anyway. <laughs> some of the things that you've talked about I have already done. Some electrical, changed the bathroom uh, faucet, etc. The only reason that I did any of those things is because I got married and bought a house. Before that, I still yeah. lived with my parents and, of course, wasn't allowed to do anything of that nature at all. I credit my wife for giving me the confidence to tackle some of life's little projects. She right. said, try it if you want, and yeah. if you need any help, call somebody. She has faith in me, and that's what did it. So I have done quite a few things around here, nothing compared to what you guys do. But for me, it's a lot. I hope to be a regular listener and that you keep up the good work. That last thing is why I'm writing. Since you do it for fun, I wanted to tell you this is something, in my opinion, is very necessary. And this is from Dave from the flood city of Johns, Johnstown, PA. Thank you, sir. Great email. Yes, Great. it was. Very, very good. Now, would we two or three from women? Three? Uh Two, anyway. Two, I think. Two from women. So we don't mean to exclude women. We really don't. It's the blind handyman, but it's the blind handy person. But that just sounds stupid. So we call it the blind handyman. But women uh, do handyman things anyway, and we want to hear from them as much as anybody. That I was right. fortunate as a child, because I've been total since uh, since uh, 1940, since I was born. But my daddy showed me how to do a lot of things when I was a kid. I mean, he he did not exclude me from repairs. He... Uh, he See, let me in. I was lucky in that sense too. Yeah. My dad always showed me things, and just I just did whatever I wanted to do, basically. So that that means a lot. I don't know if he was still alive how he'd feel about all these woodwork <laughs> tools I have, but anyway, I know what my mother would say. She would, uh, George Philip. You're going to cut your finger off. Well, probably so, Mom, but what the hell? And some of those saws out there in your shop would scare your daddy and your mother to death, I guarantee well, if they were them, here. Some of them scare me, but, uh, <laughs> but you got to, you know. And uh, by the way, while I'm thinking about it, if you're thinking, if you're a blind person and you're thinking, well, if they do woodwork, why can't I? And you're going to buy a saw, if you can only afford to buy one, my suggestion is a chop saw. Yep. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I would. Just a I plain sure miter saw, compound miter saw. And when you get it, build yourself a stand for it, or if in just set it on a table. But a chop saw is is a wonderful thing for a blind person because if you got the board right, you don't even have to hold the board. You can do it That's one right. hand. Put the other hand in your pocket. The great starter tool. Fantastic. Is it time? It is. That was not fast, didn't it? Man, is, is it twenty? Is it twenty minutes? Okay. Uh-huh. Well, we'll take a, we'll take a little break, and uh, we'll we'll get into this thing from dialogue, and I'll talk about uh, unstopping things, and then we'll Don Shaw after the next break will tell us all about how to replace the insides of a toilet tank. Thanks, sir. Be right back.
back to our show called The Blind Handyman. I'm Phil Parlow with Tom Houston and Don Shaw. And this is my radio voice, friends. You want to hear that? I guess not. <laughs> anyway, uh, I want to mention the email address again. It's blindhandyman at hotmail.com. And we appreciate all the email you send us. Just let us know you're listening. That's all we're interested in. If, if we, you know, if we go... If you went a month and didn't get any email, you'd figure nobody was listening to hell with it. We just wouldn't do the show, you know. You just, yeah. But uh, we, so we need emails to keep us keep our spirits up because, like I said, we don't. They don't. They don't. They like they would pay us for this. Nobody pays for this. Nobody pays for this junk. We do. Anyway, we want it. We. I. I, uh, I get a magazine. I guess a lot of you probably do also called Dialogue Magazine. It's from uh, uh, Blind Skills Incorporated, which is in I think Salem, Oregon. Carol McCarl, I think, is the uh, is the editor, and I think Nolan Crabb works out there. And I keep thinking that I know Nolan Crabb from somewhere. He's written for some other magazine, I'm sure. Anyway, they have uh, some really fine employees, and they, they publish a very nice magazine. And I don't know how much it costs a year, but it's too much, however much it is. <laughs> but uh, they have to get they have to eat too, and they, that's what they do for a living. And and uh, so they have, you know, I don't, I don't mind paying it. I'm, I'm really just kidding. It's a good magazine. I think it comes quarterly, but uh, it started out back in the early '60s, and I think it was called the, the Lion or the Talking Lion or something. I can't exactly remember. Anyway, this article, go ahead, Houston. This article is from when? Uh, this article would uh, was taken from the summer issue of Dialogue magazine. And uh, 1962, did uh, they say? Yeah, it was June of 1962. Okay. And uh, the question is, how do you set your table saw to get an accurate cut? And it says, I have uh, a set of wooden blocks made from hardwood. They're squared blocks cut from three-quarter inch wood in sizes 2 by 2 3 by 3 4 by 4 5 by 5 and 6 by 6 The smaller measurements, I have six, uh, I have six-inch length. Cut equally thick on both sides, one half, three quarters, one inch, and one and a quarter. I have two large pieces, eight by ten and nine by twelve. Thus, by putting combinations of these blocks together, I can mark off any measurements up to the limits of my tabletop. One must be careful to allow for the set of the blade if real accuracy is desired. By eighths of an inch, I have some pieces of tile which are about eight to the inch in thickness and I drop the needed amount of these in between the wooden blocks to get my setting. Where the distance is not known in inches, I can often measure with these blocks too, using uh, same blocks to set the saw by arranging the blocks between the blade and the fence. After making the setting, be sure to remove each piece by adding up the total as you remove them. A piece left on the table may jam your machine and cause injury. Uh, safety yeah. hints. Safety hints. Uh, when you believe everything is ready for cutting on your table saw, stop and check every detail again to make sure before turning on the motor. Never but never uh, remove cut pieces from tabletop until blade has come to a dead stop. Turn off the motor after each cut and do not turn it on again until you have made the final double check. Always stand a little to one side so that flying chips cannot fly into your face. <laughs> uh, do not wear a coat or shirt with dangling sleeves, which might catch in saw teeth. Always use guard. A little inconvenience is worth a finger or two. I'd say that's true. Oh, yeah. Uh, be sure material being cut has room to fall on the opposite side of tabletop. It's a good idea to have a table high, to have a table high receiving surface, uh, oh, a table high receiving surface, <laughs> I'll get it in a minute, behind the saw if you have room. Now, this will hold long uh -huh. boards up in cutting position. And always use a wooden pusher. You can make them yourself, and they're more easily replaced than fingers. That's right. Can you use a hint on how to drive a nail straight? Uh, sure. I could, yeah. <laughs> Take a small <laughs> block of wood, about one-half inch thick, cut several small notches in the edges, uh, different depths for different size nails, of course. Tap in the nail lightly, then set the block next to the nail so it rests in, in uh, one of these notches. Hold the nail firmly in this notch as you drive it down until the head nears the block. By then, it should have a good enough start to go on in. I like that. That's a good one. That's yeah. a wonderful idea. It is. It yes, really it is. is. Yeah, so so you, we have something, say, hypothetically, this is 8 and 3 eighths inches. So you take your 5-inch block and your 3-inch block and you put them together and then you add three of the little 8-inch things and bingo. Bingo. You uh -huh. There you, got, you are. Yeah. So you've got, you can make any measurement you want to. That's a 
Yeah. That is an uh, that is. outstanding idea. I know mm-hmm. one of these days soon you'll be cutting you some blocks, won't you? Maybe I, I might, but I've got uh, I've got a talking measuring tape. Well, that's I've got a true talking too. measuring tape, and then I've got that deal. Remember we talked about that you that like like the thing your daddy made. Yeah, and I've got one of those. That, I've got one of those that yeah. slides along. And Robert took a took a, a board and cut me uh, a little mark in it each every every inch. Uh huh. And also he he did quarter inches too. They're a little harder to feel. That's what I would use most of the time. Is that that measuring stick? Yeah. That uh, that uh, thing that you slide along the measuring stick? That could give you a really accurate, good measurement. That's what I use. I use that quite a bit. But, boy, for setting the, for setting the uh, fence on your table saw, man, yeah. those eighth of an inch thick and those, those blocks, oh, yeah. Yeah. it would be nice to have a set of those, yeah. you know? it would. And put them over there with, the, like, I've got the picnic table patterns. I've got one of each of those cut of those picnic tables we built uh-huh. so that I'll know the lengths and the angles of those so I won't have to to go out and measure and look I just kept a set stuck back and so yeah a set of those blocks I think would be a good idea I do too maybe we'll get uh, get everybody well you don't you, you've got a chop so you don't have a table saw yet right uh, no, just a chop Okay, saw. well, when Patterson moves in an apartment, I think he'll probably have one. Sure. He may be letting go of his table saw. <laughs> Speaking That's of bad. Don Patterson, he's not here today. He had a family emergency, and last week he was mad at us. And so, <laughs> Only kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> he's, had, he's had some uh, problems with, uh, with his older relatives that he's having to to uh, put in the nursing home and work on that kind of thing. So he promised us that he'd be back next week to help us. Stumble along on the blind handyman show. Help us along. Anyway, good hints from that guy. And, yeah. Uh, and I guess if you wanted, uh, I guess you'd almost have to be a subscriber. But if you, I just call Blind Skills and they email me that little thing. If you're a subscriber and you missed it, uh, you could do that. I'd like to say we'd email it, but we just don't. I don't want to get started emailing people from our email account because we do a radio show. You know, okay, we do have a, an 800 number on them now if you want to give them that. On Blind Skills? Yeah. On, no, sure. on, on the Dialogue magazine. Yeah, on Dialogue, which is Blind Skills, yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. It's 800-860-4224. 800-860-4224. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. And yeah. uh, they're listed. That would be weekdays from 8 to 5 Pacific time. Yeah, Pacific time, which is two hours behind us. So uh-huh. I think if you I think if you... If you um, if you're a woodworker, I think if you uh, email, if you call them, they probably would. Uh, they probably would send you that if you want They'd to email you that. And it's pretty neat. Yeah, okay, good let's article. talk about a minute about uh, about unstopping things. We won't spend too much time on this, but uh, sinks and and wash basins and things that might get stopped up. Usually, the problem is in what they call the trap. And if you if you have looked under, would you agree with that? That most times a problem the clogs in the trap most of the time so you this trap is a very simple thing to get off it is right i mean you follow the drain down the drain will go straight what went off oh the computer the okay computer oh okay oh, well, went into it scared me it got quiet it did well, it, got it sounds good <laughs> yeah it sounds real quiet now where the air conditioner comes on anyway you follow the drain down and you'll see this trap it goes straight down and then it makes an a, a, a serious angle and then comes back up with a little short pipe that comes back up. And if you've never seen one, that looks like kind of like a P. That's kind of the way they make, where you make a print P. And the only reason I know that's because that's the first letter in my name. Isn't that, is that is that what they call it? A P trap used to. Uh huh. I think yep. so. Because yep. it makes that little circle. It goes. If you took it off, which you need to do, and it comes off at both ends, partially, partly part of the way down the drain. There's a nut. And that nut is, again, lefty-loosey, righty-tighty. So yep. you look down on it. You plan on, if you can't figure out which way to turn it, you stand straight up and drop your hand down and figure right is this way and left is this way, and you can figure which way to turn that nut. And it just unscrews. It doesn't come off. It just unscrews, and you unscrew both of them. And that trap will just fit out. Now, you want to put a bucket okay, under there. I was just fixing to say that. You want to put, so we've talked about this before a little bit. You want to put put a bucket under there so to catch anything that might fall out. But chances are, if you've got a simple stop up, that that stop up is in that P trap, and you you take that out. Well, either okay. in that trap or in a bathroom sink. I've seen them a lot. They're, they're just below the basin there, where the little stopper that's in that hair catcher thing. Yeah, right there. Those yeah. two places. And that comes out pretty easy. It comes out pretty easy. Several ways it comes out. There's a, usually a, a thing on the back of the drain 
that a little nut that unscrews and there's a ball that sticks up in that deal that, that floats, that moves up and down with it. And you just pull that back and that whole stopper that you move up and down with the lever will come out. To lift right out. It will fit right out. And usually that is full of hair. Yep. And a lot of times, if I was going to do that, if I was that far along, I'd do that, put it back in. I'd take the trap out and look at it also, make Might sure there was no hair in it. Well, if you go that far and you still got no, you still got stopped up, you're still stopped up. I guess the next thing really to try would be some sort of, uh, you, do you think, do you have any faith in liquid uh, unstoppers, liquid plumber or anything? Well, that's all I use. It's yeah. Drano. Yeah. Drano. <laughs> and other than that, I'd call the plumber. But uh, well, no, I, I may not now. No, I, I may not now. I wouldn't call the plumber. I'd, I might put some Drano in it and see if it would unstop. But if you want it, if you've already tried Drano and that didn't work, well, well, the thing I the, the thing I want to tell about or talk about is this thing that that you put on the end of a rubber hose, and it screws on the end of a water hose. It's a, I didn't know about this until a year or so ago. You screw this on the end of the water hose, and you put it in the drain. And when you put water pressure on it, it does the same thing as the pool cleaner. It can't let all quite all that water pressure out, so it blows up like a balloon. Yep. When you mm. buy one, stick it on the end of your water hose and try it, and it hollers. It makes a loud noise. Because that water is trying to get out of there. And the water will blow this thing up like a balloon. So it will expand big enough to fill up your drain. Now, this is a two-person deal because you need to run the water hose through the window, stick it down in the drain, and then have somebody turn the water on. Turn it on. (laughs) Okay. So this is a two-person, and I think two blind people could do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think but so. Yeah, it will. It'll blow up like a balloon on the inside of that pipe, and bingo, you got it. And it, it fills up the pipe so water can't come back. Of course, you've always got a bucket under there, and you want to <laughs> be within talking. You don't want to tell the person on the other end, count to 50 and yeah. turn the water on. You want to you be able to talk to them, uh, to physically talk to them, or talk to them on a cell phone or on a little, little family band radio walkie-talkie. Or something, you want to be able to tell them when to turn the water on. But this thing will expand, fill up the pipe, and then the water pressure many times will blow whatever is in that drain on away from you. Blow it on into the trap uh, or into the into the grease trap outside and, yep. and move it on down the line. Now, remember, there is a vent for every drain. There is a vent that comes out the top of your house that allows for air to be pushed out of the pipe when you are draining water into that pipe because there's air in that pipe and that air's got to go somewhere. Got to go somewhere. Like when you fill up a, when you're filling up a tall bottle or tall anything and you're pouring water in something, blah, 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 you hear those bubbles. Sounds like Jim Neighbors singing. <laughs> you can, you can hear those, those bubbles coming out and that's, this, this vent pipe serves that purpose. It pushes the air goes up that vent pipe and out into the atmosphere, out of your drain, so that water can drain down through your drain. Without that, if it was full of air, it couldn't drain. I mean, there's no way. It couldn't drain. No, it couldn't. Because every once in a while, something can get down in your vent pipe uh, from your roof, and uh, then you've got a problem. If something ever does get down in there and stops it up, you can, tell, you can tell he lives at Norris Street, can't you? Because that, <laughs> that washer, that it is, that vent is notorious. I don't know what happens if there's a bird somewhere that a squirrel that drops acorns, <laughs> but man, it, once a year, about once a year, you have to get. Have you had that? Have they come out yet? Yep, no. twice that, I think. That washer drain, and it it's happened ever since I've lived there, which is which was seventy. I moved there in '78. It's uh, you've got to keep that air vent open. If you don't, your drain, your drain won't work. If you don't, I mean, it, it's got no way of working. If you if it can't get air, it just can't work. That's right. But but most of the time, that won't be your problem. A lot of times, that won't be your problem. But even if it was, uh, I, the, this 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 back to the Norris Street house, the kitchen sink is right at the window in front of the patio, and so I connected the water hose and stuck this thing down in the down in the drain and turned it on and you know what happened water water came out the vent and came down on top of Luann standing outside the house <laughs> great <laughs> it was it was wonderful you know it was like not that. one of my better moves <laughs> it was not the thing to do but anyway that is true I'm trying to visualize this thing now it goes on the end of your hose uh huh okay yeah. you're going to poke your hose down in the, the sink 
No, 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 no. You got to get past the trap before you do this. Oh, okay. You're down under the sink. Under the sink. Because remember, the trap is just put on with, with. It's just put on. I mean, there's no pressure on the trap. And I guarantee you, if you put that thing down in the drain, you will blow the trap. You have water everywhere. It blow the trap. Oh, the trap will come right off. That's right. I mean, from under the sink. From under the sink, you're past the trap. Yeah, right. And and hopefully you're past the vent. Okay. Because if you're not, but I mean, one thing it, it was it was yeah. it was funny after it happened, but that proved one thing to us: the vent wasn't the problem. The vent was not obviously no. wasn't. If the problem, water came out the vent, then the vent couldn't have been the problem. No. Nope. Oh, okay. So then you get a third. You involve a third person. You have your kid, or your wife, or somebody yeah. climb up on the roof and put a rag in the vent, and then you try the water hose thing again. Oh, okay. Yeah, this thing just—you've never seen this. I haven't seen this. No, is it is it made of a material like a hot water bottle or it, something? It, that rubber? Is it what kind of what is it made? It's made of some kind yeah. of plastic. Rubber, rubber type. And it, and you said it it blew and up it like a balloon, like a balloon. You uh, bet. To the inside of the pipe, all the way around, where nothing can get through. Because so, it's 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 just big enough; it'll slip down in the pipe. I mean, it's about they they make two sizes. They make a great big one, and then you make the the one that I've got. And the one that I've got would expand, I think, probably to an inch and a quarter at least. Huh. Because uh-huh. I think that's what the pool pipes are, is inch and a quarter. So it would expand to that big. And and it, the, the water pressure, it, it takes in, because the water comes out under a lot of pressure. It, it, and you're, you're just plain old tap water. And so it uh-huh. uses that water pressure to blow up this thing. And this thing expands to the size of the pipe, yet it keeps pumping water. And so it'll just blow your drain out. That's neat. Kaboom. Yeah. I'm going to have to see that. Well, well, I'll run and get it. It's right in the shop there. Okay. Yeah, the guy that invented that is probably like the guy that invented Napster. He's probably broke. (laughs) (laughs) The guy that thought of Napster. But when I found this thing, it was wonderful. Because I've also got, my brother-in-law between us, we got everything. I think I've got a crank snake. Now, they make a snake that you... It's a it's a it's a long thing that you stick down in the drain and you keep cranking this thing and it gets longer every time you crank it. Uh-huh. I think I got one of those and then I've got one on the end of a drill. That's mm. got a drill motor that by God is going to unstop whatever. That, do something. that would oh, be man. easier than the hand crank, I guarantee. Well, yeah, but it's uh, it'll get away from you. It's scary. You got to hold one. You got to hold the drill and the snake. But buddy boy, it'll uh, it's as good as anything I've ever seen. It'll unstop your drain. If 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 I was that serious, if if I had a drain stop that, that serious, I'd probably call the plumber. That's what I was just fixing to say. You might want to just spend the fifty yeah, or sixty dollars for an hour and call the plumber. Well, I don't know. If I was a little younger, I might. You know, I'm getting. But I do have that on the end of a drill. I can't believe I've got some tools you haven't seen. Seems like that would be messy. That I'd snake. miss that one somewhere. The snake on the end of a yeah, drill. Yeah, seems like it would be. Or it would like be. The water thing would be much easier. It would be messy. It, the water hose would be much easier, but if the water hose didn't work. And, no, if it didn't work. But Don Pat has a has a drain over on the drain over on uh, Allendale. Allendale. He unstopped it with that hose thing. Hmm. He took bar my hose thing and unstopped it, and he went and bought him one. It unstopped it, and it had been stopped up for years, but it blew it out, man. It's uh, this water comes out of your house under a lot of pressure. Oh, yeah, a lot of pressure. And once you fill that pipe up, if that water's got nowhere to go, it's going to take the path of least resistance which is your big hairball or or <laughs> clot of cheese or whatever makeup your wife's makeup or something, something. she put down in the drain it's going to blow it out and they're these things are cheap they're probably 5.95 at the at any hardware store if you tell them you want the thing that screws on the end of a hose that blows up munstops pipes they'll know exactly what you're talking about that's right sure so that's my tip on unstopping Drains and things of that nature. This is the Blind Andy Man Show. We'll be back in, <clears throat> in just a moment.
How are you? It's a long walk to the shop. It's at least to 30 feet, isn't it? <laughs> okay. We want to demonstrate the level here that we have. We just, just will take a minute, Sean, so we won't take away from your... Uh, yeah, let's get it going. Let me see where the speaker is. I think the speaker's right there. Okay, so here it is. Now it's down to the left. Now it's down to the right. Let's see if I can get it. If you get it absolutely level, let's sneak up on it here really easy. I passed it, didn't I? There you go. Good, steady hands there, boy. I got them on my mic stand, and I said, I can't hold it. (laughs) Anyway, that's the way it does. There's the right. There's the left. See, when you get used to to the tone pitches, you could tell which way you needed to go. So you, once you get used to those, when you get it right in the middle, it makes no noise whatsoever. And I'm not steady enough to, to hold it. So then you know you're in perfect but, uh, level. Yeah, so you know that uh, whatever you... Or when you get real close, like this shelf over here is not absolutely perfect, but it was beep, beep, beeping real slow. Yeah, if it just so beeped knew, every once in a while, you, you so know you'd be on. I knew I was close enough. On, we weren't going to... We weren't going to lay any eggs up there or anything unless we lay an egg <laughs> what, on this show. What did you What did you pay for that again? I paid a lot of money for that. Not a lot of money. Six, I think it was 50 or 60 bucks uh, there. And it's it's distributed by Thaco. You Th- want to look at it again? Yeah, yeah. let me look at it. It's Thaco Distributors USA or something like that. But I don't remember. Let's see. Oh, okay. Thaco Instruments. Seiko yeah, yeah. Thaco Instruments USA. And it's model HC200. HC200. Uh-huh. Seiko Instruments USA. So I bet you could type in Seiko.com and probably find... Yes. I, think, I think it's in the LS&S catalog now. And I think it's uh, called a pro level. That's the name on it, pro, pro level. Seems well, like we I, don't want an amateur level, do we, Tom? No, we right. want to got to be a pro. Not for <laughs> this show. Got to be a pro model. Yeah, well, right. I think, it's, I, think <laughs> I saw it in Ann Morris catalog and the LS&S catalog. So I th- they're pretty attainable. If you just absolutely can't find one, let us know, and we'll see if we can find you one. There you go, Tommy. There you go. That's I, I was just it, checking huh? your table here to right. see if it was left. Okay, I suppose you're going to want to know what the tones are now. See, that would be, I, I'd have, I think that's a, I think one's a D and one's a C sharp. What's that one now? That's a C sharp, I think. I think the other one's a D. Okay. I think that's a D note. All right. We'll, we'll get some email. Now i got to know. <laughs> Surely we will. <laughs> there you go. Why did you start this? I no. knew you were going to get him in trouble here. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was trying to be good. Go, Shaw. I'm out of the picture. Go. I'm putting the level up. Okay. Back to those toilets. Yes, sir. If, 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 if you have the problem of water running out when it shouldn't and in when it shouldn't and and like the water level that it won't stay constant and yeah. just the whole works it's okay. just it uh, runs it runs all the time yeah it yeah. runs all the time it's just time to to start from scratch and redo the whole thing okay so and basically what you're going to have is when 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 you when you take everything out of the tank you're basically when you and I'll go into detail on this, but when you have everything out that you should have out, basically the toilet tank should be empty, completely empty, except for one pipe that sticks up that the flapper valve that we talk about that has the little ears on the flapper valve, the little pipe that that uh, has the little ears on that, that it goes down to. over. That should be the only thing <coughs> when you take everything out that's left in your tank oh, at man, that okay. point. Okay. And we'll go into detail on how to take this stuff out. You you better. Okay. First thing is, uh, we've talked about shutting off the water, and we've talked about the water valve at at the toilet. Uh, Just uh, go down to the bottom of your tank on your left-hand side and trace down the, the pipe. To the wall. Find the pipe that comes out of the bottom of your tank. Trace it down. There's a valve right there. Yeah. I've never seen one where there wasn't. I haven't either. So turn that off and then flush the the, the toilet after you have the water off. And and a lot of the water will drain out of the tank at that point. Most of it will. Most of it will, except not all. Yeah. And I'm sort of a lazy type person. I mean, I'm a neat person, but sort of, you know, just don't like to do a lot of extra cleanup. So what I do is... When I get all the water out, I can by 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 flushing the the toilet. I take I, I get a like a small paper cup, 
And uh, I just bail the rest of the water out and just uh, pour it into the uh, toilet bowl. Okay. And you can get all of it out that way, but maybe about, you know, just like two or three ounces might be okay. left. So, so when you unhook this water pipe from the uh, toilet tank, you still need to maybe, I'd put a coffee can under it. That's what I usually do. Oh, you're, you're talking about... To catch the extra two ounces or so of water, because okay, I just don't like to clean up. I mean, if you don't mind cleaning up, you know, just let it rip. But you take yes. the water pipe loose from under the tank? I sure do. I mean, that's where you start. That's where I start. Okay. From under the tank. And really, this is just me. But if 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 you if you're going to replace everything else in the toilet, and you've got an older house that has copper pipe, yeah. you know, I would spend the five or seven extra dollars and go ahead and buy the new supply line, rather you, you, than messing with that old copper pipe. If you're going to do everything else anyway. Now, know. by the supply line, you mean the line that comes from the valve up to the tank. That's right. That's what you call the supply line. That's, that's what I'm what, calling the flexible and, supply line. And I think that's what it's called, actually. It is. That's okay. what it's called. It's so that's just, the supply line. And it is flexible. And the new one will look so neat, you'll think, good God, oh, I yeah. should have done this a long time ago. And it's messing with that old copper could be more trouble than what it'd be worth. A lot more trouble than what it is. And it's just and easier. Just this is, this is going to have little fittings that fit down on there. And when you tighten them up, bingo, there'll be no leaks. That's right. Okay. Hopefully there will be no leaks. Right on. But anyway, you, you, you unhook your old line. From the toilet tank, mm-hmm. and it, you know if it is old and it's it's copper or whatever it is, if it's an older line and you're going to go ahead and replace the whole line, you know you might as well just take off both ends of it at that point. But anyway, after you take off the line, then you're going to uh, reach up into the tank, and you're going to start taking that apart, and uh, you're you're going to you're you're going to take apart the uh, well, there, there's two kind. There's the vertical type that runs along one side, and then there's the horizontal one that has the long arm that has the float on it that looks about, what would you say, Tom, the size of a football? Uh, maybe a peewee football. Yeah, a small football uh-huh. might yeah. be the size of this float. You would uh-huh. unscrew it first, basically. Uh-huh. Maybe like a, uh, the size of a cantaloupe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe a small cantaloupe, mm-hmm. something along that Great size. You fruit. can't miss it. Yeah, right. But un- unscrew it along with the rod that it's on. Just, okay. Just unscrew the whole thing. All right. Basically, unhook the chain from the from the handle from okay. the flush handle, and then basically the part on the left hand side will be ready to come out. Uh, well, I'll take that back. There's one more thing to unhook from the from the pipe on the left hand side. There's a small hose. Maybe a quarter of an inch diameter, a little rubber hose that runs over to the pipe in the center that we talked about that the ears of the flapper valve are on. And you, you, you need to unclip that off the top of the pipe. And all that is is when the water comes into the toilet, that, that's just a, a filler, a filler hose where the supply water comes through. You mean all that holds that stuff in the, in the tank there is that nut, is that? All that holds that hose, that filler hose into the tank as a clip. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but we want to take the whole action out. I we mean, are. We're, we're, taking... we're getting to okay. that. We're, right. we're, we're going to take off this hose. We're okay. just taking off all the little things you got to take off okay. first. Okay, taking off the ball, the rod, the flapper valve, the flush chain, and the hose. That's right. Okay. Okay, and after we take off the little hose, now we're going to be ready to take out the main assembly. And what you do on that is you, 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 you hold it with one hand, reach down under the tank with your other hand. You're going to be on your knees and you're going to reach down under the tank with your other hand. And if this has been on here a while, you may may have to get a pair of channel locks. And it's just probably going to take like a quarter of a turn. It's not going to be like just real tight, but it may be so tight you can't unloosen it by hand. But anyway, you're just going to to unloosen a big... uh, Well, it's not really like a nut. It's got a... It's sort of like a... Well, it's it's hexagonal, but it's yeah. about two inches across. Yeah, it's, it's a great big. big it's, it's a big thing. It's two a big flat nut. Yeah, and it's right up against the bottom of the tank. Of the tank, you can't right. miss it. I mean, it's flat that. up against the bottom of the tank. So you take a pair of channel locks, but meanwhile you can move the thing at the top to try to help loosen it a little bit. You right? Sure can. Mm-hmm. And so you've got a channel locks on it, and you just unloosen it, and that holds your deal in. And, and those two or three ounces of water that's left in there, that's where you're gonna. That's going to come into play. Put that. Too. Coffee can, <laughs> in it. yeah. Put that, you know, have that coffee can in yeah. there. 
Son of a gun. And that takes the whole thing out. That's going to take out that whole assembly. So it's, so it's completely empty at this point. So it's completely empty of water at this point. You're going to just you, you, you're going to unscrew that big nut we were talking about yep. and, and just put it down on the floor. And then the, the whole thing is just going to lift out from the top. Just fits out. Is there, but there's some gaskets. And when, that's what, yeah, that was the next thing I was going to say. When you lift it out, yeah. it, it again it is sort of a, a big, the bottom of it is maybe like two or three inches in diameter. And there's a big rubber gasket underneath this. It's mm. going to hopefully come out with it. If it doesn't, you could just lift it out. It won't be. That should all still be in one piece. Now, because when okay. you get your new supply, your new your new innards. Uh, it's going to have all new gaskets. It's going to have all new gaskets okay. with yeah. them. So you're going to be changing okay. that with the new stuff. And that, that nut is going to come with your new one also? Yeah, the, the, the new nut, nut everything. So all everything. that's going to come with it. I can't think work. of anything else we could tell... The rubber hose, the rubber filler hose is going to come yeah. with it. Well, you need to see and see what ends where it's attached, and 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 so you. Can yeah, just look this. at the whole thing well before you start the project. And you know that this is kind of like this is kind of why I like the 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 home owned, family owned hardware store kind of over over the big uh, home improvement centers, which I like them the big and home home improvement centers for the variety. But I like the little hardware stores for if you need some help. Yeah, Lowe's is going to have some stuff that Abney Daniels is oh, yeah. not going to yeah. have. No. But if you don't know exactly what you're doing and, and you buy this piece like from Abney, for an example, they, if you had any question about what, how, how a nut would go on or how something would, would fit onto something else, they, you know, they'd be happy to tell you. Well, if I had it out and was going to Abney Daniels, I'd take the whole thing with me. I'd you, put it in a plastic bag and take it with me. You can do that. I need this. But most likely, if you have the old type with the basketball, with the, with, with the little cantaloupe-sized float we were talking about, yeah. most of the new ones you buy, though, are, are the new uh, vertical type that that uh, have the float that that uh, runs up and down vertically. It's a whole different deal. So they've just changed them over the years. I've got one of each. Got I've, one I've, of got, each. Well, I've got two of the old ones and one of the new ones. I've got three bathrooms. So i got two of one, two of one. And one or the other, but I've never, I've never done that. I've changed lots of flush valves and uh, and uh, bent the rod to make the yeah. the uh, the thing. But what you're changing? I wonder if you could still buy the older type, even. I imagine so. I, I, would, I would have bet. I would bet. At least would have the new one. That's the one we've switched over to. And, and it I've just that ball one. slides up and down on a, sh on a little shaft thing. Yeah, it? it sure does. I've seen Easy. those. I mean, I've got it. one of those. But anyway, that's. I don't know what else we could tell her that would uh, you take the. You first of all start by taking the. Uh, you could start the other way. You could uh, you you drain the you drain the the, the uh, flush the commode, turn the valve off, flush the commode. You could then take the valve, take the ball off, take the rod off, take the little hose off, take the flush valve off, undo the chain, and then get out on the ground and start. I mean, on the floor and undo the the feed line the, what did you call it supply line mm -hmm. and then take that big nut off you could you and could then the whole thing the whole thing will fit out you bring the new one home yeah. you put it in and and that's uh what's the new one going to cost you 9.95 yeah probably uh plumber will cost the whole you supply line and all probably less than 20 so. And and remember, it's like you know the, the the nicest little statement that was made all day. This guy said uh, he said that his wife encouraged him to do things and said, well, you know, if you screw it up, you can always call somebody. That's and right. so that's always an option. I mean, don't start it on Saturday afternoon where you have to go to the neighbors <laughs> to use the bathroom all weekend. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Uh, try it on Monday night. Uh, or Sunday night, even when you when you can uh, when you and figure out if you've got a way to a hardware. You don't want to get it taken apart. You don't have a way to a hardware store. No, you sure but don't. that's only common sense. You plan it out ahead of time. Sure, you want to be able to uh, you want to be able to get somewhere to replace the stuff. Uh, but uh, you know when now when you put in this this new stuff, like when you put in the new supply line, mm -hmm. you want to tighten it up to the valve. And then tighten it up as much as you can, hand tight. And then hit then a couple turns with a wrench, but take, remember it's brass, don't? Yeah, take that's what I was going to say. You want to tighten it good, but not too tight. Take a little crescent wrench and tighten it another half a turn or so. And then uh, also when you're uh, tightening, putting the supply line onto the uh, toilet tank, the new piece up at the toilet tank. So yeah. now all that's just plastic. So yeah. same thing. Again, you want to tighten it up. Put in the gasket first. Be, be, be sure the gasket's seated in and not and, and smooth and everything's good. And tighten it down, good hand tight, 
then hold on to the top. You know, just do it vice versa. Hold and, on to the top. You know, it, you can. You should be able. So. To, you should be able to hand tighten it a good ways if it's threaded properly. If it won't let you hand tighten it, it's cross threaded. It's cross threaded. So start over yeah. and don't go too far when it's cross threaded because you'll screw up those plastic threads real quick. And then you just have to go and back to the hardware store and buy another. It's one. time to buy another one because it, it'll screw up those little and those those little fine plastic threads. But this isn't. I mean, this isn't like putting on a tire. Where you just tighten those by God lug nuts as much as you can. That's right. This is <laughs> right. this is uh, this is your commode, and you and uh, it you is know. breakable and crackable. Oh, so you'll, you'll you don't want to drop a uh, pair of pliers or a crescent wrench on on your commode tank. Because if you, you do, don't want to do. If you do, you've broken it. It's gonna it's gonna you snap. Definitely gonna break it. I don't know what else we could tell her. Maybe we'll get an email uh, uh, this week from her explaining that she has done this or that somebody has done this. And that it uh, that it worked out. This is a very doable blind oh, project. Yes. Good blind. Blind Don Shaw and Blind Phil Parr have, have. I've never done one of these, but I've seen it done. I know how they're done. I knew I knew how this was done. I mean, this is this is not rocket science, folks. It's just uh, uh, this is uh, you know. But give it a shot. It's uh, sure. it, it'll be a good little project. I don't think you'll have any problem. Uh, you anyway, go ahead and, and get it in. Get it. Get everything tightened up good. Get the little rubber hose. Clip it back onto the center little pipe there, and uh, you uh, should be able to turn back on the water, and hopefully you won't if, have a leak. If you, and the if thing you turn the up. water on and it's leaking, don't move it around and assume you can stop it by, from leaking by moving it around because we found out today <laughs> that you don't do that. That's right. Turn off that water and retighten everything just a little retighten bit more. Everything. Well, good show, man. Uh, yeah, good another today. show number five. I guess we'll run it Monday night, all day Tuesday on ACB Radio Mainstream. We appreciate everybody listening. We'd appreciate it more if you'd email us. And our email address is blindhandyman at hotmail.com. That's us, isn't it? That's, That's it. it. What else? Is that about it? I believe we've been. I'm going to go myself a drink. I'll see you boys <laughs> next week. I see, said the blind man, as you picked up his hammer and saw. Bye bye.